0: Welcome to the Daily Rewind brought to you by ThisDayInBaseball.com. Thank you for joining me today. My name is Tom Hannon and I'm your host. Today's Rewind is about the tragic death of Don Wilson. <music> On January 5th, 1975, Houston Astros pitcher Don Wilson, at age 29, dies at home from carbon monoxide poisoning after falling asleep in his car. Wilson was a flame-throwing right-hander from Louisiana who had signed with the Colt 45s as a 19-year-old in 1964. He blazed through the club's farm system and so impressed the team that he was called up to, for a start at the end of the 1966 season and went six innings to win his big league debut. Wilson made the Astros roster in 1967 and posted the first of eight consecutive seasons with 10 or more wins. Along the way, Wilson went on to craft some of the most incredible pitching gems in team history. He no-hit the Braves in June of his rookie season in 1967, and in 1968 he tied the Major League record with 18 strikeouts in a game. In 1969, he tossed the second no-hitter of his career, and in 1971, he was an all-star. Trouble started to appear for Wilson in 1973. He was unfairly labeled a troublemaker after run-ins with Astro managers Harry Walker and Leo DeRosha. Wilson was fined $300 and threatened with suspension when he called DeRocher an uncomplimentary name as he boarded the team bus at Houston International Airport. DeRocher was sitting at the front of the bus, and Wilson reportedly made the remark as he passed DeRocher on his way to the seat, reported by the Baltimore Sun. The Houston manager apparently was not sure he heard right, a sports writer said, and asked the pitcher to repeat his comment, which Wilson did so several times. And in 1974, Wilson had a very strange event. He missed his third career no-hitter when he was pulled for a pinch hitter after eight no-hit innings. That's right, he had a no-hitter after eight and he was pulled for a pinch hitter. Wilson was due to hit in the eighth. and manager, Preston Gomez, had the decision to make. Although Wilson had surrendered five walks and hit a batter, he had yet allowed a hit and was within three outs of his third career no-hitter. But the Astros were down to the last six outs and were still losing 2-1. to Just as he had done in 1970 with Clay Kirby, Gomez replaced Wilson with a pinch hitter. Ironically, Kirby was sitting in the opposing dugout watching the drama unfold, having been traded to the Reds during the offseason. The LA Times wrote an article that said, Preston Gomez did it again Wednesday night. For the second time in five seasons, Gomez, the manager of the Houston Astros, removed a pitcher working on a no-hitter but trailing by a run. The Astrodome's crowd of only 8,024 booed lustily when Tommy Helms was announced as Wilson's pinch hitter. Helms grounded out to short, and a Houston rally was cut short on a strike em throw out double play to end the inning. Relief pitcher Mike Cosgrove of the Astros lost the no-hitter in the ninth on a Tony Perez leadoff single, and the Astros lost the game to the Reds when starter Jack Bellingham set them down in order in the ninth. I get paid to win the ball game, not the no-hitter, Gomez explained after the game. This was not one of my toughest decisions. The name of the game is to win the game. Red's Hall of Fame manager-to-be, Sparky Anderson, actually defended Gomez. He said, if I had not done what Preston did, I would not have been able to look baseball people in the face, said Anderson. I would have to retire if I let Wilson bat. That seems like a stretch to me, but that's Sparky. Some tried to make light of the situation. Preston Gomez has broken up more no-hitters than Ty Cobb, quiped Jim Murray of the LA Times. Would he have rested Babe Ruth for the World Series after home run number 59? I'm not really sure what to make of it, but Preston Gomez only won 346 games over his managerial career versus 529 losses. So that's a lot of losing there, so I'm not really sure how he got paid to win anything with that type of record. Now, long after the 1974 season, on January 5th, 1975, Wilson died at the house he shared with his wife, daughter, and son. Wilson's wife, Bernice, found him in the passenger seat of his Ford Thunderbird, parked inside the garage with the engine running around 1 a.m. The garage was attached to the house, and the carbon monoxide gas fatally asphyxiated his son, Donald Alex Alexander, age 5 who was sleeping in the master bedroom above the garage. Wilson's daughter, Denise, age 9, was found unconscious in another bedroom and hospitalized in a coma. Bernice was treated for carbon monoxide gas inhal- inhalation and for jaw jar injury that she could not re- remember incurring. Now, there was speculation that she had a broken jaw, and of course, if she had a broken jaw... This could have been some type of domestic case or not, but it was actually found out that uh, her jaw was, uh, was injured, um, not through anything of, of any physical matter. It was an inf- uh, infection of a gland. So uh, there, was no, uh, there was actually no uh, violence. And on February 5th, 1975, Dr. Joseph Jackmix, and you're going to have to forgive me if I said that wrong. The Harris County Medical Examiner ruled the deaths of Don and Alex Wilson accidental. The coroner autopsy report showed that Wilson did have a blood alcohol content of 1.67%, well above the 0.1% legal limit in Texas. And he would say that for the purpose of driving, he was over one and a half times drunk under the influence. And the coroner went on to say he would have been booked for driving while intoxicated. One of the many theories is is that Wilson drove into the garage, activated the automatic door closer, and then passed out. However, it was ruled a suicide, which seems inconclusive based on what I was able to read. Wilson's daughter, Denise, who did slip into a coma, finally awoke and recovered fully. But even after her father's death was ruled accidental, not everyone was buying it. Wilson's death is still steeped, in current controversy, wrote the Ch- Chicago defender, but there are some who still have their doubts. Now, on April 13th, 1975, the Houston Astros would retire Wilson's uniform number, and they had a black circular patch with his number 40 and white, and that was worn on the left sleeve of the Asp- Astros' uh, rainbow jerseys the following season. When his nine-year career ended, Big D had compiled a career record of 104-92, With 20 shutouts, two saves, and a 315 ERA. During the expansion era that followed the franchise, Don Wilson was certainly one of the brighter lights in the organization. It can only be speculated what sort of heights he might have achieved if he had been given a full career to work his magic. And I have a special treat for you, and that's the final out of Don Wilson's 1967 no-hitter when he gets none other than Hank Aaron as the final out of that game. It's really a fun listen. And uh, I hope you folks, before we jump into today's highlights, I just have to ask you do you want to put 50 years of baseball history in your pocket? I know what you're thinking, it's not going to fit, but it really will because it's all in audio format. These are lost pieces of baseball history told to you from baseball cathedrals, they're, they're told to you by icons of the game from Red Barber, Ernie Howell, to Harry Carey. I get goosebumps personally listening to these games and even thinking about the interviews and what these players are going to share with me i know what you're thinking is this ai are there bots is there some magic potion here that are making these things appear and i'm telling you they're not these games are real they were done by real people At that specific moment in time, all the iconic moments, the interviews, none of it's reproduced, none of it's AI, it's all real, but done again by real people. If you want to check them out, uh, there's a free intro offer, jump on over to VintageBaseballReflections.com and there's over 2,500 audio clips and games for you to put in your pocket, take on walks with you, Hang around the fireplace and listen. Put them on the porch. Invite some friends over. However you want to listen, you're going to be able to listen in these amazing moments in baseball history. Use this coupon this day for a special gift at the checkout. You enjoy it. Two outs, top of the ninth. Wilson with a no-hitter.
1: Nobody on base. Aaron back in again now. Wilson looks at the scoreboard rocks back here's the two-two pitch ball high and outside well the count is full to Aaron three-2 Mac Jones will bat next if Aaron should get on and Aaron was walked his last time one of the three bases on balls that Wilson has given up today ball three strike two on Aaron two outs ninth inning here's the pitch by Wilson fly ball foul no play Aaron got under that one and lifts it deep up into the mezzanine back a third so this will give everyone a few seconds breather here now as Adlish walks out toward the mound and roughs up a new ball for Wilson 22 year old right-hander Don Wilson has pitched eight and two-third innings of no hit ball against the Braves top of the ninth and he's full up on Aaron And here comes that 3-2 pitch. He got it! It's all over! A swing and a miss! And Wilson has pitched a no-hitter! Well, there's no need to tell you that that young
0: fella is being mobbed.
1: Everybody out of that Houston dugout...
0: Uh, that was just amazing, wasn't it? It just brings it all to life when you can hear uh, the final outs of a no-hitter. And there's Don Wilson, a rookie, getting out Henry Aaron for his final out. That's just a—it's uh, an amazing thing. And if you want to check out more facts from January 5th, go on to thisdayinbaseball.com slash January 5th, and you're going to see hundreds of cool facts, birthdays, players who departed us too early that day. So Go ahead. Go over to thisdayinbaseball.com and just take a walk through baseball history. It's an amazing thing. There's got to be 50,000 articles on there about this day in baseball. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed the end of that game. It was very riveting. And again, check out the show notes. There's links to player biographies, player pages. You can catch up on details you may have missed. And by all means, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts to enjoy all our future shows. I'm Tom Hannon. I'm your host. I enjoyed bringing this to you today, and I'll see you at the ballpark.